Hello everyone, welcome to the Majestic Zero Clicks podcast. If you like our content, please like and subscribe, it really helps us out. If you're interested in learning more about the Bronze Age format and the Majestic's Open Series, please check out openseries.majesticccg.com. Also, if you want to learn about Heroclix strategies, tactics, and lists from the game's top players, please visit majesticccg.com slash apex insiders. Lastly, if you're looking for Heroclix singles, please visit our eBay stores at stores.ebay.com slash majesticsheroclix and stores.ebay.com slash clickscollective. All the links for everything I just talked about is below in the description. And again, my name is Jeff. And this time, we're not joined by our regular co-host. Uh, we have Skipper's Pat Collective, which uh, members are myself, Clay Wood, and Patrick Booth. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, Jeff. Hey, nice to be here. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, we had such a good time in Memphis. I wanted to jump on and share with you guys our experience, our West Coast experience at Worlds. Um, so how was traveling for you guys? Let's see. Uh, coming from Las Vegas, traveling was a little easy. Uh, getting from here to Kona, to Denver, Denver was pretty easy. Uh, and then I met up with you. Yep. And then we ended up getting from Denver to Memphis pretty easy to, uh, even though we beat Clay there by 10 or 15 minutes, which I think was awesome, and he left before us. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I had two two-hour flights, so uh, San Jose out to Denver to Memphis with a little layover meeting up with Patrick. Uh, what about you, Clay? Yeah, traveling not so bad. You know, uh, last year I think I had a direct flight, which was nice. I had to have a couple layovers this time, but uh, yeah, otherwise not so bad. I mean, I think the only only question that I would have is like, do you fly in the day before everything starts, like we did, and we kind of got to hang out collect our bearings, make a Walmart trip, or do you just fly in the morning of if you're able to get like the right flight? Because um, I know a number of other people did that. And since the events didn't start until about two or so in the afternoon, that's a totally a viable option. I personally, I prefer to get there a day early, get settled. Like it was a long day of traveling. Like it was like seven hours of travel time at least. Not, And that's not even including getting from Memphis airport to our hotel, waiting for our bags. Like that was just getting at the airport at 6.30 in the morning and then arriving at Memphis at five, right? And there's like a two hour time gap. So it was a long day for me. Same, yeah. it, was, it was very long. I would, I would say going that day early is always best because A, you hit up Walmart before everything's gone, right? Yeah. Uh, B, you have that time to settle in. And then C, I mean, we were lucky enough on Thursday when we went together, we got uh, on the what, almost like the, the fr first third of the line <laughs> to yeah. get in, and yeah. we still missed events because of it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't make the first battle royale, and we were there, yeah, like pole. you said, the first third of the line. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that was that was good for us. Like I, for me, it was my first time, and I know a lot of people said like, "Oh, it's hard for the West Coast people to get out there." <laughs> I didn't feel it was difficult. It was just time consuming. I would so, agree. It's not hard to get out there. It's just really inconvenient because getting to Memphis, as like Clay was saying, where he had that direct flight, 
is not it, it's not really available. And even from places like Las Vegas, which you would think there's a direct flight to everywhere, right? <laughs> right. Uh, it's non-existent. All, all roads lead to Vegas. Like getting home was way worse for me, but we'll get into that later. Same. Same. <laughs> so we settled in. Uh, we went to what we had dinner at the the hotel. We ate at EP, which is a nice little barn grill. Uh, unfortunately, the first night they were out of a few like their taps weren't working. They were out of a few beers. Uh, but you guys found a beer that you guys really liked. What was it? Uh, I believe it was called the King's Ransom. Okay. And it was a peanut butter and banana beer, if I remember correctly, Clay. Yeah, I think stout, right? Yes, it was. It was a porter. It was a porter. Porter, thank you. And it was locally brewed. It was delicious. Highly recommend that option. I I would definitely say on the addictive side, because I'm not (laughs) a big drinker, and I drank three cans of it. So (laughs) that tells you how it was good. And then it sustained me the entire week. Uh, when I don't drink soda anymore, but I'm like, I gotta get calories somewhere, right? <laughs> Very cool. And like, it was nice to like see people that first night. Like, unfortunately, we missed the Dial H presentation. Like, I didn't know about it at all. I guess I wasn't on my phone enough that day traveling. Um, <clears throat> but it was cool kind of seeing people around the hotel. And then the next morning, we woke up and we checked in to the, the place, checked out the convention center. Uh, what were your guys' thought on how things... Well, so, Clay, you were there last year. Patrick, you weren't, right? Correct. I haven't been to a world since, I think, 2016. So, Clay, how would you compare last year's setup to this year? It was very, very comparable, except that they had one additional hall. So they had three different areas this year. And, and so okay. that gave them much more space, which, yeah. was, which was nice. I um, couldn't imagine it just in two halls. That's rough. I know. Yeah, it was uh, it was much tighter last year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then I played in four battle royales that first day. I won two. I lost two, and I walked away with a Joker and a Superman. What about you guys? I think I played in the same amount as you. I think we all played in four, honestly. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I walked away with <laughs> three cons and a chase. Nice. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I think I won three and came in second on the last one or something like that so i was doing pretty good that night i got a good start on my two superman out of four that i won in the entire (laughs) just really wanted to give me superman rainbow Uh, fingers so i felt like i saw him drop more than any of the other connelly's so i would say like i've been hearing around that uh, WizKids really didn't variety up their cons throughout the weekend they were just kind of like this day was like these two and, and they kind of burned through their, I guess, stores until they got to the next one. Uh, mm-hmm. I would I would hope next year they would just kind of put it in a big old bucket, mix it up and just go from that. Right. Because I, I never saw a Joker at all the entire weekend. I saw a bunch of Venoms, but never at my table. <laughs> huh. I mean, I'm sitting next to one right now. So <laughs> want to trade that shit? <laughs> <laughs> too cool for school buddy did you were you guys able to get all the connellys you wanted uh, i'm just missing the joker yeah i i w- i took my uh four superman and found some very nice people to to trade so kudos to i think uh mike holloway traded one for the for venom very okay. very nice, nice. To trade. Very good. um hope you shook that man's hand yeah <laughs> 
dude the venom yeah, is so so hard to find nice. like there's none online i'm looking constantly yeah. he does not exist <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm really glad I didn't trade it on Sunday because uh, after he skyrocketed after the weekend, uh, I told the Vegas guys, uh, you owe me two Black Lanterns at least now for it. Jeez, yeah. Like, he's he's really, like, he's none on eBay. None on the trade pages on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He's hot commodity. Like, maybe at PAX, we might see some more. If not, I don't know. He's going to be one of those uh, coming out of the warehouse in three years. But like, oh, we found some. Packs, right? <laughs> what, it, huh? PAX unplugged, right? Uh, I believe that's the other one that WizKid said they're going to. So cross your fingers. We get some more out in the wild. That was a nice con. I went a couple of years to that one. Okay, nice. Yeah, like I, the whole going to convention things is still kind of new to me. Like I've I've gone to Silicon Valley Comic Con when it first opened up. And then I didn't, hadn't gone back because it got a little smaller, but not much of a con goer. What about you, Clay? Uh, I followed Worlds and Nationals around a little bit. I would go to, okay. to one every year. Um, so I, when it started off at Gen Con, I, I went there a few years, and then I moved to Origins in Columbus. And uh, I missed the first year that it was actually at Graceland in 2015. Okay. Um, but otherwise, I've been to every... And, oh, and then I think one time they did Worlds out in uh, Philadelphia. So I've been trying to follow, follow it around. Yeah, like I'm hooked. I'm going to go to Worlds every year. Unless, that's my, something I, bad I, happens. the highlight of my year. There are low lights, but it's still the, you know, the best thing to do. I, I would agree. I'm probably going to be stuck now going every year, too, because <laughs> uh, I, I always thought it was going to be more expensive to get to Memphis. But with the yeah. fact that I can get a free, free plane flight just using points with Southwest... Thank you, Southwest. Thank you. <laughs> Southwest is the shit. We're not yeah. even sponsored. <laughs> Two free bags, baby. <laughs> yeah. And those, pe- the, not peanuts. They don't do peanuts anymore. Now it's pretzels and those weird uh, cinnamon things that were addictive. The cinnamon Did cookies. I tell you what happened to me with those cinnamon things? The lady stole one. Stole them from so me, So, like, right? on the flight out, right? On my first flight out, like, it's still hella early, so I crash out, and I tuck it in the little thing in front of me, and I was like, and it's literally next to my phone. And I wake up because the flight's done. I'm like, oh, I'm starting to pack my stuff up. I'm like, what the fuck are my cinnamon shit? <laughs> Somebody stole that. I was hella bad. It was going to be my little dessert later. All right. So that was our Thursday. And then uh, the reason the three of us came together was for Friday. Uh, well, don't forget dinner. We ate at EP's again because oh, yeah, we could we ate not find again. any other restaurants the weekend. <laughs> EP's again. And that was the last time we ate it. No, no, we ate at EP's. Yeah, lunch. that was the last time we yeah. ate at EP's no, was that ate, night. No, we ate, I think I thought we ate there lunch on uh, after teams too. No. No. No, we had hot dogs on Friday. Remember? Right. Yes, they, the terrible hot dogs that we, they had we, ketchup for. Yeah, we asked right. for hot dogs with ketchup and they're like, "Okay, sure, we got it." And then they give us our hot dogs. I'm like, "Oh, where's the ketchup?" "Oh, we don't have any." And I'm like, "I wouldn't have ordered a hot dog if you didn't have ketchup." <laughs> But the reason we all came together uh, for Skipper Pat's Collective, for our team, for Team Sealed, uh, that was actually really cool. There was a lot of work that Clay put into helping us be successful uh, with, well, what I felt would be successful. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You are our data goblin, man. (laughs) We were were almost there. So tell us us some of the, the little tips. Yeah, you don't, to, you don't have to spill the whole cookie jar. Just just give us some crumbs. All right. So I 
you know, beyond creating websites <laughs> in my spare time, uh, I also like to create spreadsheets. And so uh, we basically went through and listed all of the different units, which was interesting because the units were being spoiled as we were planning. And yes. so we never, we didn't actually know all of the units until the night before, I believe. Yes. Um, and we were, so I really like to keep track of how many units in the set have prop control, how many have TK, how many have outwit, how many have perplex. Uh, I think barrier is another super key power. Um, and then, uh, and then outliers, like are there units that have six or higher range? Are there units that have 12, uh, 12 attack or higher, 19 defense or higher? Um, because, you know, those are the types of things that you build a team around, right? And so we we went through and then we also, uh, we rate every unit from one to five in terms of its uh, playability or, um, you know, is this a unit that you are going to automatically throw in the trash can? Or is this a unit that is like absolutely on your number one team? And um, so that when we crack those units, we're able to partition those into different groups and then build teams from the most uh, most playable units. Um, and we also did something interesting with the maps. So I think I think a lot of people do what we do, what I just described. Maybe not go so far as spreadsheets, but they have a process by which they identify like their favorite, uh, most promising units. But uh, we also did something interesting with maps. Now I, now I have to now I have to say. I stole this idea from a team last year at Worlds, but I loved it so much I, we, we did it this year. And basically, I went to hcmaps.net, another site I created, and you, pr you can print out, you can create images for all of the different maps. And so we went and we printed them out and put them into a binder uh, where with the map itself so that when you are, you know, frantically building a team, and trying to figure out then what map is good for that team. So for instance, if you're playing King Shark or some of the dolphins in the Notorious set, you want water. Well, how are you gonna frantically know, you know, like you've just frantically put together a team, you want a map that corresponds with it. Having having like labels uh, and a binder of these maps allows you to flip through it super quickly and pick out the maps that you think are gonna be the best for your team. Um, now, and that I think that helped a ton. It did. It made things go much smoother, much quicker. <clears throat> like especially with like us ripping the packs open, kind of splitting stuff up. We had our we had our four piles. We had our go-to pile, like we're gonna play this stuff. We have our filler pile, we have our trash pile, and then specifically for notorious, we had our goon pile. Yes. Right. So goon like, box, the, I think it turned into. <laughs> yeah, it turned into we had a lot of goons. Uh and I think you you were you the only one to play in Pat? Yeah, I was the goon master. <laughs> I think I was the only one that played a goon. I, I had the black mana on my team because I had the dead shot. Um, but should yeah, have been Clay's. Was... <laughs> Clay, Clay thinks it should have been his. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. Clay, it's okay, man. It's okay. It's been a week. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it'll, you know, it might take me about 51 weeks, but I'll eventually let go oh, of this okay. year's <laughs> worlds. So what I'm hearing is 51 podcasts later. Uh, <laughs> Clay Clay has beaten himself up. It's okay, dude. It 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 uh we did we did well. Like we got 17. So, that's a heartbreak number. It but is. There, but it, there was a series of there was either. a serious unfortunate event that did happen that it messed is. you up. 
Um, so Clay King Shark was in water terrain, and his opponent uh, chose King Shark for the dead shot trait. And dead shot was eight squares away, right? Yep. He activated his power to make his range attack regardless of line of fire. Uh, but the dolphin symbol says you can't be targeted uh, if you're outside of the four squares. So the indigo battery, right? <clears throat> and the judge uh, unfortunately ruled against him and said that he could be shot. Yeah, which is which is a tough break. Uh, but and uh, I think yeah that that kind of cost you the game, right? It did. It cost me the game. I think so. And that's 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 was the the down the downward spiral of us making seventeenth and not making that top cut. We were what couple? How many points away? I don't remember. Forty-five points. We missed sixteen by forty-five points. So it it was uh it was unfortunate, but you know, like I had a great time. Like I hope you guys did too. Uh, I thought it was the great. It was the greatest. It was fun. I mean, we yeah sure sure we hit seventeen, but you know what? 70s is a good, great place to start for the first uh, incarnation of Skipper Patch Collective, okay? (laughs) So, it's funny you say that, because at my first state, there was like 40 people there, and I got 17th too, and I was just a couple points out of the top 16, and it's because I had a badge judge call against me. He didn't know how to read cards. (laughs) Reading is fundamental. We got to remember that. We got to invest in education, okay? It is a skill. Invest in education. So, so there is one other thing we did to plan, which was we kind of took a look across the set and we tried to, you know, theorize what, what are some good teams we could build with just commons on commons and rares, yes. kind of going on the notion that there's a pretty high probability that you can pull any particular, you know, CUR. Um, now, I actually am going back and forth on this because I think we, we did come up with some really good ideas. Unfortunately... Every single team we built was missing one of the, like one of one the rares figure. that we yeah. that we really needed to make the team work. Like Necron, um, who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't get a Necron. Didn't get a uh, Ross El Ghul. Um, you know, didn't we didn't know, get a Black is, Adam? Didn't get Black yeah. Adam. Yeah, some of the big names, <laughs> big heavy hitters for the set, we didn't pull. I don't even think, and I I think that really threw us. Yeah, didn't get a Black Manta either, right? So, so like a lot of the higher end. More impactful rares we didn't get in our in our break, uh, but yeah. So I ended up with an Arkham Asylum theme team, uh, which consisted of Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, uh, Mister Freeze, Amanda Waller, and uh, Two Face, the SR, the A, the Prob. Uh, what did you? What was your team, Patrick? Uh, I ended up with the Hodgepodge. The hodgepodge was really good because I revolved it around the hundred point Saturn Queen because double prob will make anyone's day miserable. Uh, Eighty five point uh, common Superman because his Justice League can pick any team ability and the team ability that he shoots with that against that gets penetrating damage, which is pretty lethal. Uh, Fifteen point goon, uh, the black mana one, so he had enhancement. And then for the last hundred points, I did. Uh, the dead shot. Uh, so I had the another combination with the shot, and then I had Brainiac at thirty for outwit. Which I'll be honest, playing the whole that whole event, Brainiac was the MVP because man, did he mess up people. Yeah, outwit is huge. Was huge in the sealed format. Yeah. Speaking of which, my team was number one Lex Luthor, the king of outwit. 
Um, yeah. I, I pulled King Shark, uh, and then we we had a Chase uh, deceased Superman, <laughs> and then rounded it out with Captain Cold, which is yeah. funny. I would say that the Lex Luthor and the Captain Cold were actually my MVPs. Uh, this, and that, and especially the the Chase Superman was did not pull his weight at all. Probably much better in a you know constructed modern game, which has a average game length of about three rounds. In which case he will not die. But when yeah. you, go, you go ten rounds in a in a sealed game, he gets blasted out of, into oblivion really quick. And he yeah. goes to those countdown clicks, and yeah, people are gonna roll dice against it because they can. Or just run away and pass, 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 and boom, it's dead. Yeah, I did that a few games. (laughs) Highlight though, I did take down a Black Adam in one turn. Yeah, this is a great story. You got to tell this. So, I knock him, I knock him down one, and then I knock him again into his impervious, and then I I get in there with the uh, the flurry pogs, boom, boom, knock him to his invulnerability, and then. because so I get past the impervious, and then because I get the free hit, the mystics hurt uh, poison ivy and Harley Quinn. They're there. They get bonuses to their attack and defense, so they get their free attacks against him, and he just he just goes down, and then he's left with a Saturn Queen, and then <laughs> I start making a, away. Did he, did and then the Saturn. So I start making a couple attacks on the Saturn Queen, and then he 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 runs back with his Saturn queen. I'm like, I'm up on points. So I repeat, he took me to, uh, uh, the one with all the rooms. I can't remember. Uh, the name Oz, of the- was it Oscorp maybe, or daily bugle? No, it was from the, from the new, from Avengers 60th. It was the one with the, like the prison maybe. Uh, it's the one with all the little rooms, the, the four rooms, two on each side, the mm. blocking down the middle. So I, I bring my whole team in there. So like he has to get real close to shoot to try and mind control me because that's the only way he's going to get points. And then I just start taking pod shots and I, I get through. And yeah, I so I lost really bad my first game. Like I got I got Black Adam. I got Black Adam. <laughs> and there was nothing I could do. It was zero to three hundred. Like I got lost so bad. And I was so worried I was going to lose the rest of the day like that. And then I ended up clearing the next three teams that I played. So I made up for the first round loss, but I should have got, I should try, I should have got 50 points. I think the takeaway is that we drastically underrated poison. Poison Ivy. Ivy. I want to say, I think you guys drastically underrated poison Ivy. If I remember correctly, putting my score in. Well, you failed to convince (laughs) us that she was as effective (laughs) as you believed her to be. I played her in in pulp just the other night. She's the queen of pulp, is what she is. is. Yeah, so disgusting. Like you're just going in with eleven attacks, flurry. Like it's move up flurry. Like it doesn't get much better than that, right? Mm -hmm. And my new trick, I was pairing her with, uh, was it the Joker from BTU because he gives everyone with the Batman enemy mystics. So if you want to kill those little fuckers, <laughs> take it, Mystics. Nice. Oh God, oh, that's great. <laughs> and, and is he is he Gotham Underworld or is he Arkham or both? both. Even better. Yeah. Wow. So he has the Gotham City Underworld. So if they attack him, Harley and Poison Ivy get free attacks. Oh man. Is it weird that the low rarity Harley and Ivy are better than the higher rarity? 
uh, it is funny, but it's totally true. Dude, yeah. yeah, like that that was that was the bread and butter of the event. And I think a couple other people realized it too throughout the event. It's like, mm-hmm. oh man, poison ivy's really good. But yeah, she she definitely was a sleeper on us. Like we we missed that one. We now we really at least I was I was all in on Lex Luthor. I was actually pretty amazed at how many people I was just able to completely surprise because they did not know what Superman enemy team ability was. And they're like, oh, you don't have any outwit on your team. I'm like, oh, no. Every person except for one person on my team has outwit. And, you know, definitely caught a couple teams. It is a more underused and rare team ability. And I think it's been that way since, like, the very incarnation of Heroclix, or you had to pay a very high premium for it because they are Superman villains. Uh, but now since like the changes over the past, what, I think 20 years of hero clicks now, uh, they've kind of lowered their pricing, I guess, on the TA so that now regular last, guys could have it. The last one I remember general from, lane, yeah, general, general lane, is like a, Superman awesome. wonder woman, right? Like 2017 yeah. era. Yeah. Who did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I actually realized after the fact that I was playing Superman enemy team ability wrong as well. Uh-oh. So That's right. I, now, the old version of Superman enemy team ability required that they stayed next to each other or else the outwit would go away. Mm-hmm. And the, Now, I didn't realize they changed the rules, so it's you give the two characters a free action. The higher point one gets to use outwit later this turn. So he, you can give them that free action move one of them to the other side of the map and then they can use outwit anytime during that turn and i don't think this actually was a game breaker but it's a it was definitely a good lesson to you know read and double and reread those those rare team abilities that you're that you haven't boned up on in a while here's a good here's a good follow-up question who's the one that gets the free action the higher point character a higher point Ah, okay. That makes that makes it even better because you can have the higher point guy move next to your Lex, because that fifty point Lex is the bomb, or sidestep Lex next to them. Whatever, give that high guy the point and let him go do his thing. Yep, yep, that's right. So, like, it's been five years since anyone's used that power. So, (laughs) like, I'll excuse it, Clay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how often do they make a DC set? Maybe once every eighteen months. Uh Well, it seems like it'll be a little more frequent going forward. Hopefully. Especially with yeah. that new Doomsday coming out. Woo! Dude, the, the Iconics, we, we can go over those in a little bit, too, if you guys want. Uh, so that was, our, that was our Friday, and then we finished up with some Battle Royales. It was actually my birthday that Friday, so mm-hmm. I got so lucky in one of the Battle Royales. We pulled a God Pack. <laughs> so for third place, I walked away with this guy. Because <laughs> like nobody wanted to fight. Everyone wanted to get last place to get two chases. So we oh. ended up with a diplomatic solution, and uh, I ended up getting him in Owatu. I was okay. 20 bucks, Black Lantern, Batman, and Owatu. It was a great birthday present to myself. <laughs> Very cool. You know you're in a good battle royale with <laughs> fighting for last place. <laughs> right? Like everyone, like, everyone was like, I want last place. And I was like... Everyone does want last place. I mean, third place is in great shape, too, because there's also going to be an, an alley on the table. So there's yeah. six amazing prizes. Or an SR, right? Yeah. Oh, no. I think there was, I think... S- I think there was an SR, too, in the bunch. Like, I got the worst amazing pick. I only got, a, I only got a chase and an SR. Oh, oh. shucks. Shucks. <laughs> <Ooh-hoop>. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, thank you guys again for making my birthday very special that Friday. Like it was definitely one of the better birthdays I've had. So uh, great company. And then I believe we all went the West Coast strategy on Saturday and just played in battle royales. That's right. <laughs> I, I yes. believe. Well, I, I did more than just hero click battle royales on you Saturday. You did. You did. I Tell did. us about it. I did. Uh, so I made friends uh, with a guy. It's hard named... to do at your age, Patrick. I'm proud yeah. of you. I know. Thanks. Thanks. You know, it's, it's all that's, you know, back up background in psychology and stuff like that. That helps out a lot. Uh, we're making friends with some whiz kids guys. It was an awesome guy's name was Mitch. Right. And I think the other game's name was Alex and they were uh, hawking uh, onslaught. And the entire weekend I was looking at it going like, what's this game? I've never heard of this game. I've never seen this game before. And like, what is whiz kids doing? They just randomly added this to the schedule. Like, Okay, so I showed interest in it, and he uh, uh, he showed me how to play. It's a great game. I'll give you that, right? But I'm also going to be super honest, too, right, about my review of this. Is if you like Star Wars Imperial Assault, uh, okay. the board game, you'll like Onslaught. Um, if you like Heroclix, you'll probably like it, too, because it has the dial mechanic that we are all very familiar with, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just D&D. And you have a mission to do, and it's your dudes versus the other dudes while trying to complete the mission or kill each other, and you get so many points, right, by so many rounds. Uh, really good game. Price point ain't the best, though. It's $145 to get into this with the core set. Ooh, uh, you do, it, it is expensive, and you do get a lot of prepaid minis. That's what they're, they're trying to say. is like, well, you're paying for the prepaid minis. Uh, in my opinion, though, the minis are the same grade and the same quality as the other D&D minis they make, just not painted. Uh, and the difference is those models are $4.99, and if you're getting 12 of these in here, that's what, 12 times 5 is $60? 16? So $60 of the price is uh, the minis. So how much is the paint, <laughs> right? Because <clears throat> I'm pretty Time sure they don't labor. have someone sitting there painting them individually, and if they do... Wow, that guy should get paid more. Uh, <laughs> but it was a, I liked it. It was a great game. Uh, and then on Saturday, which we're talking about, I actually did one of their Battle Royales. And I got to sit down with Mitch and one of the lead designers of the game. The guy's name is on the box. Right? Awesome. And we played a great game together. Uh, found out that if you just murder people, you win the game. That's how I won. You just murder nice. both of them. Right? <laughs> I mean, I guess that is how it is in life. The last man standing writes history. So, uh, hi. It's very accurate. Uh, <laughs> very accurate. <laughs> uh, but the, the cool thing that I don't think a lot of people were aware of was it was $10 for their Battle Royales. And if you won, you got a $50 uh, expansion set or a $30 miniature expansion set for the game. So you were getting a lot of bang for your value. Yeah. Uh, I got to talk with all these guys. It was great. Got to connect with them really cool guys i look forward to sending them some pictures of uh, some of the guys out here in vegas we played over the weekend uh and for just people are getting addicted to this now uh it but they 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 did say that they're going to find a way uh, or at least they had plans to get that price point down a little bit more uh so that it's a little easier to get into the game so i'm glad that they recognize that that's an issue especially since the game's been out since in january and it's like i'm only hearing about it now like what's going on so i'm glad they they see that boy between lorcana and onslaught should west coast hero clicks be worried uh well i know that you know i I don't want to say his name but you know uh (laughs) 
uh, lesser pat i think was the way that he said <laughs> it right uh seems to be really interested in a card game about mickey mouse but i guess that must be what happens when you live really close uh to his, where he lives in anaheim right well, Hopefully his move away from Anaheim will uh, will refocus his hero clickness. <laughs> I know he had to move towards me to the greater Pat, you know. <laughs> How how's Vegas going to handle two Pats? We'll see what happens. It's, it's really easy. Uh, pick your sides. I'll probably be it's okay. <laughs> oh, oh. It's okay. I live up in the mountains. Mountains the flag are great. Is down. <laughs> uh, the you have mountains in. Vegas? Yes, I live behind one. And... Oh. I missed him. I knew there was like snow on some of them. I didn't see houses up there. That's cool. Yeah, so we're at the foothills of a, of the mountains. Like Not you could literally walk across my street and touch the, the mountain ridge that surrounds uh, Las Vegas. Because you guys are in like a valley, right? Correct, correct. <clears throat> so Patrick, I think you hit upon what I think is like the best part of Worlds. Mm -hmm. And it's just meeting people. Hands That's down, true. all the people you get to meet, you know, you read about all these people taking first place, second place, and all these tournaments, getting to meet them face to face. And it really is this community that makes this game so amazing um, and stand out among, you know, a pretty divert, a, a pretty, you know, big crowd of, of games vying for your dollar. But boy, the, the folks here are just awesome. And it was so much fun. There, I, I had battle royales where I'd sit down and halfway through we'd realize that, oh my God, we've been actually trading emails and instant messages for the last like four months with regards to hcunits.net. And, you know, um, I think that happened at least two or three times. And and so it, it's just such a pleasure to, to get to see people. I just wish it was more often. That's my only complaint. Yeah. like I wish there's more on the West Coast that we could do this more often, right? Yeah. Like everyone I met like was super nice very humble like very polite just like hey it's really nice to meet you like it was the positive atmosphere was there it was just like it was basically i've never felt anything like that before like at an event like that because like i've gone i've gone to competitive events but it was never like that like everyone's like more in their own little space but everyone was so like open and welcoming here it was it was very nice i mean we had a pretty amazing night we got to spend the night after i don't remember which night evening maybe was it uh friday night Hanging out with George Masu. Oh, yeah, dude, that was the best. Like, helping him playtest his team. I mean, George is an amazing guy. Um, yeah. He's been such a pillar of this Heroclix community. He doesn't do podcasts, but, boy, you know, he is such an awesome person to hang out with. And, and getting to see, like, the way that his mind works. Yes. I'll admit, I think it played a little bit of a role in deciding that I was not going to do Worlds. Because I'm like, <laughs> wow, there's no way I'm as good as this guy. George is a man, so... I know for one, I didn't play in Worlds for two reasons. I'm assuming we all had reasons why we did or did not play in Worlds for two reasons. <laughs> I think that's a great topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. I know. My reason is uh, I always do a cost analysis in my head. Is it worth it? Is what I ask myself. Compare, uh, you know. And when I say is it worth it, this is where you're gonna get the one and the two for me. Is is the pricing worth it? And I'll be honest. I think a lot of people would agree that it's good. Pricing uh, smelt a little old. Is what I'm gonna say. Oh, let's right. be honest. The the prizing was atrociously bad. It was really borderline unforgivable. This I just is want to make sure that everyone knows that Clay said that, not <laughs> Skipper Pat. No, Clay not said that. Okay. Uh, and then the other one is I. This is my vacation. I don't give very many vacations in the field that I work in, uh, and I'm going to enjoy myself. And I do not want to go through the mental backflips 
and the stress gauntlet that is modern. I did that when I was a younger man. I don't need to do that for uh, this year, especially when there was no incentive to do so. Uh, so, yay, I survived, and I'm very happy for it. Yes. I, I slept know, well the night before. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yes. say else I slept well every night. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Mr. I slept yeah, well every night. You actually were right on the borderline of pl- whether or not to play. All so, the way up to the last second. I am curious. Yeah. Why did you not play? Come on, So, Jeff. yeah, I, I, I had been practicing a team that I thought was very well, very well built and could handle most situations. Like, I practiced a lot. And I had a backup team that I knew would perform well, too. And, like, I was in my head. I wanted to compete. I wanted to play. And then after playing in the Battle Royale the first couple of days, I was like, dude, I'm getting better pricing. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, at the end of the day, I'm going to get better stuff by playing in five or, like, six, seven Battle Royales throughout the day. Yes, I'm going to spend seven times what I would have spent to enter the tournament, but the prizing, what I walked away with, was far better. And uh, that that was my final decision. Like you said, the prizing wasn't very good. Like, when Lucas reached top four, I was like, hey, you unlocked prizing. And, like, yeah. as as much as there's a truth, like, the truth in the gist there, right? Like, <sighs> if you didn't make top four, you're not going to get shit. Yeah. Right? The prizing wasn't that good. And, and it was like and that he, 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 John Constantine. Even, even Lucas, who was is the pulp champion, yeah. did not get any of the prizes, the, the Connellys. Even the the team sealed champions did not get any of the Connellys. Yeah. Um now now here's the one caveat. I think our logic was sound until about Except. twelve o'clock. Yeah. They ran yeah. out of Connelly's. Sorry. No, no, it was like the second BR Saturday. Like they it started was, running it, out. It was it was two p.m. I remember the exact time because that's when I switched to onslaught. It was like two p.m. Saturday, and I was like, nope. But they had already started dropping Wonder Woman's <laughs> yeah. and other and Phoenixes, like yep. fe- like yeah, Lady I, Phoenix. I think it was my second battle royale. They dropped a Superman Prime on our table, and I looked. Mm-hmm. The next table next to me got like a Venom. And yeah. I'm like, why like did we just started... get a Superman Prime? Like, what? Where? where where's the rest? Are you gonna, yes. gonna come back? Nope, that's it. What the I hell? Just want, I just want to know who couldn't do the math. So, right? quick analysis of this, real fast, right? For each case of Notorious, you need five Connellys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So they ran out of Notorious Sunday morning. This that they so they did one BR in the morning and then they were out. Mm-hmm. But they ran out of prizing. Like earlier, early Saturday, like early morning, mid mid afternoon, right? Like they were gone of the Venoms, of the Thor Gwens, of the Rainbow Supermans, and of the Jokers. Like they were gone. They were dropping Uwatus. They were dropping Chainsaw Wonder Woman's, uh, Old Man Hawkeyes, and what was the other one? Watcher. They still have Watcher. Yeah, uh, yeah Uwa- uh, I said Uwatu. Uh, the Phoenixes. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. The Phoenix, the big box one, right? Yeah, the annoying, the annoyance to get home. Yeah. Which, you know, this is all stuff, like, two out of those they were selling at, like, the booth, right? They had Chainsaw Wonder Woman on the list for, like, $15 or something. Uh, and now... They never sold her. Because... But she was on the list for $15. Correct. She was on the list, but they, could, <laughs> they didn't have any because they used it to fill the bags for the hotel people. Yeah. And they ran out of Space Ghosts. Yes, that was crazy. So, like, they had to, raff- they had to raffle off the Space Ghosts. So that was... That was a thing too. So that's so, why they're so expensive. So yeah, <laughs> okay. the, the prizing 
kind of sucked. Let's be honest. There, so there's that, a lot of room for improvement, we'll say. So now, my reason for not playing Worlds was or Modern was they didn't have good enough pricing throughout the whole thing, right? And, you know, I'm a confident guy. Like, I think I would have done well. Uh, but what I've wanted all to, to get any decent pricing, maybe. But like I said, I, I had a lot of fun doing the Battle Royales. I walked away with some cool chases, some cool Connellies, and I got a bunch of good stuff that I can give away. That that was the goal. And you got a majority of the, uh, Notorious. I think the three of us went yeah. walked away with a good, what, 75% of the Notorious set complete. You know, so that was yeah. nice. Now, so let's talk about the good stuff. I've complained enough. <laughs> the I have to really give kudos to, like, the folks running the events especially dial h oh my god what an amazing job they did top tier oh the the, i don't know if you've had a chance to see some of the videos that they put out after the the fact the cards they did for the top 32 dial h in particular went above and beyond and i can't wait to go back and watch all the matches that they recorded because they recorded a lot um the but but really kudos to all the whiz kids folks as well they really you know if they didn't prepare well with the Connellys, they they made up for it by how yeah. awesome they ran the events. Like, yes, the, the lines moved pretty quickly. Um, the, yeah, like the, the front desk staff the, was amazing for the mm-hmm. for the big for the big events. They were great. You know, they were all very friendly. You know, super super cool. Um, so uh, you know, big shout out to everybody who was actually there, doing what they what they could with what they had. They made the most out of it for sure. Minus Except the judge that mittens. doesn't know about the dolphin symbol. Oh yeah. Except well, for you mittens, you know who you are. What'd you and say? If you don't, we know who you are, mittens. <laughs> we'll we'll always we'll always remember how dolphin works from now on. Correct. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, um, <clears throat> and then big I just wanted to say big shout out to uh Jackson Cole Smith for uh buying five bricks of the flash <laughs> and it, and i instead of throwing it away he donated it to me so i told and him I, he, and I, why I, did he buy five bricks jeff because he was searching for black lantern zoom and did There's he all, find black lantern zoom no he didn't <laughs> that's what he gets because he tried to hose me on a first battle royale with him with mr freeze that's what he gets <laughs> yeah that's what you get jackson i'll fight Don't. you anytime don't fuck with Skipper Pat, guys. Jackson, to his credit, also, I think he is our uh, most highly placed uh, West Coast player. player yeah. <laughs> no, I think we should disown him because, you know what? I love all our Canadian friends. They are a great hat on the That's North fair. America, right? And poor Jackson, who is a traitor to us, spent more time with them, and I love them. But you know what? You can have Jackson. Take him to your frozen North all you want okay emily shout out to you thank you for chatting with me for a good chunk of sunday love you i don't know nice to meet you i think maybe we need to figure out how to like bring him back into our collection winter is coming (laughs) jackson's an amazing player we can't we can't just like give 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 the way give away the next generation of talented hero clicks players to canada ah let them have them reclaim what's ours jackson come home home. come on He'd, he'd have to stop playing so late. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, you guys have anything else you want to share from Worlds? Any advice for uh, f- uh, people going in the future? Research. Research, Research is key. Food is what I made the mistake <laughs> of. 
and I think we all made the mistake of because we ate at the same GD places the entire weekend. Dude. I did not know there was a restaurant actually in Graceland, and that restaurant was actually pretty good. I ate there on Sunday after you guys disappeared. Right? <laughs> it was good. It was well, better I, than any other places. I'm glad I love the buffet was the best. <laughs> the buffet was. The Won't best. forget next year. And then what? I wanted to go to Marlowe's, but. You know, it doesn't help when the first thing you get off the plane in Memphis, the two nice old guys that are behind you go, hey, kid, don't uh, don't look, turn around too often because they're going to try and shoot you where you are. And I'm like, well, I'm not leaving the area. All right. Nope. Well, you know, you know, yeah, we, we one, didn't leave the Graceland properties. <laughs> one, one bullet hole is enough in, in a person. OK, no, I don't need to. Oh, shit. Is that a story you want to share with us, Pat? Uh, maybe another day. Oh, Skipper Pat oh. has plenty of uh, stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Christmas. I have a takeaway, Jeff. Um, I, I think I was I was carefully watching the meta, um, yeah. and, and it was very interesting seeing you know how the meta evolved over the summer. Uh, a lot of focus on the MOE chases. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and we saw you know Spider Man Prime kind of come out of nowhere and like become def- like really define the the meta, and I was thinking, oh, you know, he he kind of came he came up out of nowhere at the end of the Rock States series. Yeah, it's going to change again going into Worlds, and I was wrong. It didn't at all. Spider Man totally continued to dominate that meta. Um, it's I, such there, a good reach. There were a few yeah. like. Uh, novel teams, uh, four scarabs in particular sounded horrible to play against. Or five Booger played it well, Mr. Uh, Friedman well. and uh, Mr. Uh, Gallagher. But I, uh, you know, both the teams contributing to my desire not to play <laughs> worlds. <laughs> um, but but overall, like you know, we saw the winner played the Prime Spider-Man. A lot of the top sixteen, I need to go back and look again, but it's clearly dominated by the stuff that was already prevalent at, uh, that we knew about from the end of the summer. And I, and so I think my takeaway is like the meta doesn't change nearly as much as you think. People aren't going to always surprise you with um, some like crazy team out of left field. You're going to say no. If you were to prepare, I would prepare by looking at what the meta is and having and building a team around that has a decent chance against that rather than, um, you know, necessarily trying to completely reinvent the wheel or even play to beat the, the to beat the thing that beats the meta. Um, yeah. And I would add on to that, that make sure you understand what the purpose is of it on the team. Right. For example, I know I heard a lot of people out here just saying like MOEs are going to be the thing that break the game. And realistically, I always say MOEs are very good at support and they provide you a lot of variety, but they're not the thing that's going to crush you. Right? The no, Spider-Man. They're, they're not the main guy. They're the support. Correct. They're the backup. And, and it's it's getting past that fear, I think. I'm going to call it that. That fear of seeing that like, oh, that's such destructive support power. Nah, don't worry about him. Go deal with the Spider-Man. All right, yeah. go go deal with the Sky Tyrant, the the Scarian, the Switch, the whoever. Right, don't focus on the support unless unless the support is an integral piece to the actual mechanic. And I think I'm gonna pick you up back off of what you were saying, Clay. Is I think the the current modern is gonna change drastically since we lost a lot of our major players 
yeah. that we're meta right now. And you may see someone like Hot Tip, I think, uh, that chase Batman that says you never take more than one in close combat. He could be the he could be a next one. Like I'm looking at my shelf right now, and he's up there. You know, I have an idea too. I, I think I have. There's this superhero, <clears throat> or there's two actually that, that people aren't talking about at all. And Shaggy? it's crazy. They're both named Scott Porter. Uh, I, I, uh, I have a feeling that that you know he there's something there. No, I'm just kidding. He he is clearly going to dominate the meta for the next so two and a half years. Everyone's going to be playing 250, 246 <laughs> point hero clicks. Yep. <laughs> Either you're playing double Scott or the Scott trifecta. Yeah, we're gonna Go from there. We're gonna see what happens. Uh, I'm curious to see how the the meta evolves. It's been fun looking at hcunits.net meta page and and seeing uh, what's what's coming. Um, now we just need some big tournaments to to validate to yeah, validate. Yeah. Getting anything till what like January, February, or something like that. Uh, the October seventh, we're gonna have a Bronze Age event in uh, SoCal at Majestic mm-hmm. SoCal Grand Opening. So hopefully we have a good turnout there and we'll kind of like everyone, everyone plays modern in bronze like that. Like you guys look at the teams, like mostly everything's modern. You get a couple splash of the older objects or randomly you'll get an older. Like particles. Ah, whole two points. It's going to wreck your team. (laughs) But like a lot of it's modern stuff. So I think that'll give us kind of a good grasp of what people are going to play, especially with the new notorious because notorious will be legal. So it's actually a double double good thing because a notorious is legal on the fourth, and October seventh is the seventh day after the month of the Connelly releases. So all those porters will be legal, uh, all the Connellys from Worlds will be legal. So well, everything's going to be able to be played. Do we know so, if the Death of Superman pack is going to be legal? Because I think we're maybe getting that out this week as well. I've heard a little. Uh, no, the ones the iconics that came out this week were uh, the Robin. They were the Robin ones. The Batman Robin? Yep. Ah, the slap. great slap. <clears throat> Those are the ones for the month of November. So they'll probably be next month. They'll probably be the October ones. I thought I thought I heard it was uh, January, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. Well, Sherlock uh, Holmes is coming. King Kong is coming. We got some others. And I think that I mean, it sounds like they're trying to do one a month, right? That's the Yeah, the, I actually have terrible. my alliance pulled up. Let me see. Uh yeah, ten eleven is Death of Superman. Oh, okay. There you go. So we're only a month away. Yeah. And of course, what? we have Scarab Light showing well, up. Oh, uh, Cyborg Superman. Yes. Yep. So, like we talked about that, and we, we can go over it a little later at another time. But like stuff has to die. So it's not just a free attack. But once that happens, I feel he's a little scarier than Scarab because he doesn't have that restriction of maximum one damage dealt. It's true. But it's like, can, like three times the price. No, it says characters take a maximum of two damage. So he can, it sounds like he can EE psych pen, which is going to be devastating. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I, I don't, I don't know. If you, I saw a post by uh, Brian Galley, yep. who is the lead for Heroclix design. And he actually, his intention was that it is a maximum of two damage for the entire action. And he said specifically that it, even if you mind control another character, that 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 damage should be capped at two. I don't know, if but I don't know. So. It doesn't. It's not quite how it reads in my mind either. So um. it reads. Here, I can share my screen. Where are we at? Now, if I if I no, you guys see that he's not able yes. to copy equipment though, right? 
No, he's not. So I think that is a notable distinction because what really has broken uh, Scarab is his ability to copy the equipment of adjacent figures. Yeah, whether it's he's copying rings, he's copying uh, exospecs or whatever, right? But particularly the radioactive clay, where if you were equipped, he tried to use it, he's supposed to drop it. Well, yes. it does say characters, right? Yes. So that means multiple characters could take the two damage. I mean, that's that how I interpreted it too. But so I'm curious to see how. Uh, how Scarab. But it's scared. also massively easy to just not do it because uh, you have to kill your opponent has to kill. So look, so ability. Scarab when Scarab attacks this way, he deals a maximum of one damage. Versus characters take a maximum of two. So like if he ees and he has psych pin, they all should take two damage. Like listeners, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but that's how I'm reading it. Like the wording's yeah. very different. Yeah, you're right. So maybe it's multiple units can take each up to two each, but yeah. you couldn't take more than that. So correct. And like even with this, even with, with the punisher, hit, right? How would this play with the rocket launcher? Oh, don't give people ideas like that, Clay. Oh, That's this idea has already been out there. <sighs> How this well, you know what? Happen? All of you in modern land, this doesn't, you know, matter to you. So rocket launcher, like they would only take. So this would supersede the rocket launcher. So you still got the splash effect, right? Yep. And I think that's damage dealt or. or so it's, uh, a, it's an after. Actually, no, it's an after sorry, resolution thing. You're right. So, it is an after resolution thing. So it probably doesn't affect that at all. Because yeah, when he attacks this way, characters take a maximum of two, so it doesn't affect it. That's why it didn't affect Scarab. But Jeff, I think we uh, we've discussed elsewhere. So well, if who cares about Cyborg Superman and Bronze? You could just play Scarab, couldn't you? Uh, not okay. anymore, friends. Oh, oh, what, oh, is, oh hot news! Hot news! <laughs> Scarab, uh, Scarab got the Ada ban in Bronze. So oh. I'll, I'll be putting an article out on that this week and kind of explaining. Uh, why I did it and our thought process, but uh -oh. you know he had his time in modern. They didn't want to change anything, and a lot of it. Uh, when I talked to people at Worlds, was I was like, hey, you know, come out to California, play bronze, and like the number one thing people said was, you guys still have Scarab. So, uh, I'm not I'm not doing it because everyone said it. Like I I felt. He, it was time for him to kind of take a backseat because he was dominating. And with the rocket launcher, it was just really gross. Like, I don't think you guys know about the rocket launcher trick. Uh, so we'll, I'll get into that into the article. So, but brand news, brand new news in bronze. There's no more scarab. Uh, so no more excuses. <laughs> so is he officially the only figure that is banned across every type of age? Uh, I think so. So, yeah. Hopefully scarab will be... Uh... Very cheap to acquire if you don't have one in your collection. <laughs> yeah, five dollars. <laughs> Can't play him anywhere. Beautiful on the shelf, though. There he is. He looks very he looks nice. pretty. And you know, but uh, like he had his time. And if if he needs to come back because certain things are getting out of hand, like he he can come back if he needs to put certain things in check. But right now, uh, I feel like he he was controlling a lot of the meta, and he was his gatekeeping things. Um, and it, it made it so like you couldn't play your clicks because like you said he would just mind control you and he's supposed to drop the radioactive clay and it the ko's right yes. yep that's right <laughs> so like you're supposed to score five points after the radioactive clay is used that wasn't happening so like it that's was the same thing with the rocket launcher that should yeah. be dropped and ko'd as well 
So like it was a lot of abusive things that were happening. So we're gonna try something different, see how things go. She's uh, now officially a living legend. We did. so that was something we actually talked about. Maybe uh, I don't know if you guys know blood, uh, blood and what is it? Uh, blood and bone. Bl- yeah, no, is it? Blood and gore. No, no, it's the card game. I don't remember that. I never. I don't play card games. So. Uh, I can't. Oh, it's escaping me right now. But there's a card game that does living legends, and if they score that the company has a rating point and if the cards played so much and win so much it becomes a living legend and it's banned in the format so i thought that was a little interesting thing to do i just don't get how to make that work for hero clicks but we'll see but yeah new new stuff on bronze great worlds uh oh yeah my flight got delayed an hour and a half on the way home so that sucked <laughs> yeah two and a half hours in houston really fun Woo. you know i had great company like i couldn't have asked for better uh better company so no complaints on that just uh just getting home at two in the morning and having to wake up three hours later and go to work not super fun <laughs> <laughs> i caught concred so or my allergies went out of control one of the oh, two i, I was surprised that. i did not come back sick like i'm a very sickly person and i was okay how about you clay yeah so far so good i mean right. clay was the only one that was eating healthy out of all of us i don't know i i think the uh <laughs> the the health uh, the health of my food degraded quickly over time <laughs> no dude it got better when we went to the buffet it, uh, it, it's true we were able to eat salad and they had Ooh. vegetables like they did they had some good. delicious veggies like the buffet is the way to go mm-hmm. that, that's my is. opinion you know the other way to go is know where other food is too ha but we see but we're there like the entirety of the event like we get out too late to kind of go to other food I'd have yeah. to give a battle a battle royale early to go eat. Yeah, I've watched you crack fiends. Okay, well, you I know, know what? how it is. Okay, <laughs> I, can, I can eat any other time throughout the year, but I can only play battle royales at Worlds. Uh, so. You can play battle royales uh, at your local store as well. You just yeah, can't but get you don't caught. get to win cool Connellys. That's assuming oh. if you're good enough to win. Oh, burn! <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people there that weren't winning. But, you know, they all had high spirits. They did. They were all good people. There was a couple couple more salty people in the last couple days, but it happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think that's it, unless you gents have anything else to uh, add. Sounds good. You want to you do a preview of our next, our next one, Jeff? The idea uh, that we were throwing around? Uh, remind me. Remind me. All right. I, so I think what I... We're going to do a, our, the next one will be around uh, hcunits.net. Yep. We're going to teach Patrick how to use the website. <laughs> <laughs> and we're That's going right. to go into some of the hidden features and cool things that hcunits does that you might not know about. Or, and, right. uh, we, and so uh, how, do, how, do you, how do you make your play better? You build better teams. You learn from the best people out there. And uh, and right now, HC units is probably the best thing that we have within our community to to help. Um, it's amazing. That, my that, my ten year old son is on right there daily. <laughs> What's that, Patrick? That's not unbiased, right there, Mister. I created it. Uh, well, you know, 
I if there's I didn't say you weren't wrong. I just said you weren't unbiased. Do you think Michelangelo <laughs> would say the Sistine Chapel wasn't the best? Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. He's probably eating a lot of pizza. out there. Um, you know, but I think in terms of a a resource for like a website that collects teams right now, it's the best thing we have. And if there was something better, I would be the first person to use it. Dude, probably. we've never had anything like this. Like Pat. Yeah, Poco did a great job with keeping like the team lists on his forum and stuff. Yep. But like, trust me, finding those teams to get on there was difficult. People wasn't as willing to share openly their teams. Like everyone is so happy to put the teams up on Clay's website, take claim for like, oh, I won with this team, right? Like, it, it's the the environment and the mentality around it has changed significantly because of your website and the openness of sharing is is great. Yeah, I mean, you know, Patrick and, and you too, Jeff, gave me tons of early feedback on the site. Really great ideas and, and, and things you. like the tournament list. Yeah, I, I, I very much took that, um, you know, based on what you guys were already doing and just kind of make it a little bit more accessible. Um, yeah, thank you. And I'll be giving you plenty more feedback next week when right. this old sea dog tries to learn how to use your website. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought you were trolling me when you said you didn't. You've never used the website. I haven't. I, I sit in the I, bar I with you were trolling every me. week, and he does all the lookup. <laughs> I'm the crazy guy that comes up with ideas and be like, or just like, this is a good figure. Yeah, it's a great figure. Let's do something about this. That's my part. Okay. I, I think even Roland uses the site though, because he's given me. He probably me does. I would not be surprised, but he is an oldie like I am, and we're from HC Realms age, or just the sheer fact of having binders and flipping through that to find stuff that way, right? But it'll be interesting to learn it, you know. Patrick is a fan of the analog. There's this amazing thing that's happened in the last twenty, thirty years, really a hundred years of our life called computers you it, know it really is like revolutionized things for a lot of us i'm an old data junkie okay i like pads and pens and paper and if you ever saw my desk at work you'd see there's tons of it on that okay so i was just doing a lesson with my fifth graders about how technology and sci-fi has changed the course of our history and like because of those things like inspired so many different inventions so yeah it helps it yes helps like that. the elevator thank you star trek <laughs> The tricorder. Let me pull my tricorder out. <laughs> oh wait, it's a phone. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so let's so we'll wrap it up here and we'll get more into hcunits.net next time. I look forward to it. All so right. don't forget to practice rolling your dice, guys. Take it easy. Peace. Good night. Good night. Shake it, Shake it, Cali. Shake it, Shake it, Cali.